0: Secrets from a coach, thrive and maximise in the evolving workplace. Your weekly podcast with Debbie
1: Green and Laura Thompson. Devs. Law, how are you? I'm, I'm all good actually, Law. Bit of a crazy week, and I can't, I can't lie. It's like bring on next week till the 23rd, which is my last official day. So um, yeah, bring it on. How are you been? Because you've had a crazy week, haven't you?
0: I know. I've been jet set here, there, and everywhere, and all in my slippers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's interesting is whether it's people in Australia, people in the uh, in the US, clang, people, um, you know, sort of over this side of the pond. Um, the Corona coaster—that is the phrase that has really caught on. Is it? If, you know, the highs and the lows and the ups and the downs so it's been really interesting to see how although our individual circumstances might be so different actually in terms of on a bigger picture perspective everyone has found this year massively disruptive whether you Mm. haven't got enough business or you've got too much business and you're trying to deal with it maybe with different or lesser levels of resources so it's definitely been a year where we've all been pushed and stretched and uh Comfort zones well and truly trampled over. Um, I'll tell you what has buoyed me this week, how much everyone has absolutely loved last week's podcast with Mandy Philpott.
1: Oh, I know. The response has just been brilliant, hasn't it? What have you
0: picked up that people have especially loved from that?
1: Oh, they've what I've picked up from people that have listened in, they've said they like her realism. They love the fact that she is all about the people in the team. They love the fact she's talking about her core values and what's important to her. And just her general demeanour, really. Um, And people said, you know, can she come back? Because we want to do more. We want to find out more about her. So, yeah, she's just gone down a storm. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So as we um, teased in the end of last week's um, podcast, then, um, you're going to take us through um, if someone is thinking, right, then, I want to set or reset my purpose and values. Great time of a calendar year at the close of one particularly extraordinary year and the beginning of the next so you're going to take us through um, how to set your purpose and value so a real practical step by step um, I've got a quote from a Katy Perry song raw if you stand for nothing you'll fall for anything brilliant what in your mind is the biggest gift that being clear on your purpose and values gives to someone
1: Um, I think it gives you complete direction around where you're going and it enables you to establish the priorities, I think, in your daily life. Um, I think it helps you to um, make decisions. It helps you to make the contributions that you want to make to the world. And it also helps you with your own relationships. Um, So it gives you a framework in which to be able to make choices that are good choices for you based on that. I mean, I I picked up something I hadn't realised this law. You might know this, but on average, an adult makes thirty five thousand decisions per day. And I went, "Whoa, that's a hell of a lot of decisions, right?" Chips or peas? Chips or <laughs> peas? <laughs> slippers
0: or boots yeah rice krispies or cornflakes the real top level stuff
1: <laughs> the top level stuff is still a decision though that we have to make law <laughs> but it's a it's that bit that says actually you know what what what's making you make those decisions where's that coming from and it's that bit that says it it looks about you know your values actually and that they enable you to as we said establish priorities in your daily life um and, and whether it's, you know, um, undesirable, good, bad, different or whatever's going on for you, there's something that's triggering, which has come from your value set.
0: So could it be 2020 if there are people listening who have had their world and their professional world completely flipped upside down? Yeah. They've potentially got loads of potential pathways they could, you know, progress along next year. So I guess if if it feels that like everything's a little bit chaotic, a bit messy at the moment, values is also a sifting Exercise, is it to sort of work through one of all these options? What actually is likely to be one that is worthwhile going, you know, full throttle with? So.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because I think it's it's that bit about playing into, um, you know, what your wants and needs are, is playing into your strengths. I think it's also that bit about, you know, how you might react to different things that are going on as well. Um, and that, you know, what potentially you're not making a decision on that may hold you back in the long run. So it's, you know, it's being able to, I suppose, go with your, your goals and be really clear on what it is you want to um, achieve in your life, um, and what goes on, and then how you can recognise your passions and what turns you on, what turns you off, but also that bit about how you can align any actions to what you're, you're the decisions you're making that's going to help you move forward. Cool. So, does it take
0: hours for someone to work out what their values are and their purposes?
1: No, I don't think it does. Um, I mean, I think the initial stab at it, as I always say, is we probably do know what our core values are initially. Um, And it starts with that ability to be able to do some reflection um, and just take a moment to think about, you know, what's been really meaning for you for you or what's been a really good experience for you um, that you consider to be a highlight of your life. And what is it? What was the circumstances? You know, did you you know what were you doing at the time that you may have felt your happiest or your most proud or your most fulfilled? Um, And then thinking about, you know, what what you know, who was with you, what was going on for you um, and be able to start to shape that into um, some form of understanding around. Well, what is it that was going on for me at that time? And I think the other one is that, you know, think about the exact opposite as well. So, you know, what were the things that really got under your skin, you know, that made you really angry or frustrated? Because, you know, I think we said it, you know, last week, it's what's causing that frustration could be um, that, you know, your values are being suppressed. So, therefore, you're not living your life to the full. So, you know, if we were to stop and just do a bit of reflection on those highs and lows, if you like, and start to identify, you know, what some of the words that you could use or what gets in the way of that. So you can start to identify what your core values are, because there's loads of things that we can you know, pick and choose in, um, in regards to what is our value. And I know you've got your values as well, Laura, haven't you? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And um, I'd say some of my core values are, um, a big one for me is integrity. Yes. I guess with that comes trust. So, um, you know, I, I might be uh, five minutes late for something, but I'll be there. I'm not a last minute counsellor type of person. I think it really yeah. upsets me if I'm sort of in a circumstance where I don't quite trust or know if I'm on solid ground in a situation. So I, I think yeah. integrity is really important for me. You know, do you yeah. stand by your words? And that's when it's such a joy when you get to rub along up, you know, alongside people who are equally value that as well because then it doesn't feel like work. That's I think yeah. the other benefit of values as well is if you can meet people who are like minded, your yeah. values aligned, well you might be you might be very differently minded, but if your values are aligned, then boy, you can have some real creative collaborations mm. because for me, integrity, loyalty. So um yes, you know, yeah. I'll kind of um that's really key for me as well. Care and helpfulness, yeah. that I really value that and I enjoy that. Um, I think to bring energy and positivity, you know, we're a, we're a short time on this earth, so you might as yeah. well try and have as much of it with a smile on your face <laughs> than bringing <laughs> everyone else down with it. You know, I know sometimes not everything can be happy and positive all of the time, but I think to work towards that, to bring an optimism. Yeah. So how do I summarise it? Integrity, loyalty, care, and optimism, they're key for me. And when you then kind of can work in that way and work alongside people who are similarly valued, then, yes. yeah, as I mentioned, it doesn't feel like work.
1: No, it doesn't. And I think that, you know, what you've just said there, you know, you have sort of your, what we call your really central, your principal core values that are at the heart of you. And you might have some peripheral ones that, you know, are around it. But on the whole, being able to pick up on sort of five core values is really important. Because if you have too many then you're not you know you're not actually working well with them It's too many to pick up on but if you you know you, you sort of consolidate that down so if you've done your you know your list if you like do some reflection you know consolidate that list of words that you've got and there there are hundreds that are out there that you could pick you only have to Google value words and you'll get thousands and thousands and thousands of different hits that give you a whole list of words that you, if you're not sure what they are, you can certainly go through and pick the ones that you think are more relevant to you. And then it's about being able to hone in on maybe those core or group them, as I'd said, if there's loads that are similar, just group them um, into maybe four or five different groups and, and then have a look back at those groupings of words and then you'll have one word maybe that jumps out of the page at you that is a real core value of yours. And then that becomes your value.
0: Um, I've, just had a, I've just had a bit of a, oh my God, moment. Go on. Um, I haven't once thought about my personal life. <laughs> or my family, or, you know, my yeah. child. Children. Um, so um, I've got a question for you. Are values, on. do I have sort of one set for professional, one set for personal? Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Because I had work yeah. in my mind when I was having all of that conversation yeah. with you just now, thinking, oh, God, you have got a family. So should yeah. I be... <laughs> I suddenly just good. had one of those wake-up moments, but are- is there a different list?
1: No, there isn't. There shouldn't be a different list because then you're not being congruent with who you are. So you're okay. You're good to go on that one. And I think it depends for me. It's always about maybe then the depth of what that means for you. So when you talk about family, you know, what is it about family that is a core value for yours? Is it about belonging? Is it about being part of something? Is it about contributing? You know, so there are other words that you need to maybe explore a little bit more to go so what does that really mean when I talk about family you know what is it that sits underneath that and then you'll probably find that there's some more value words that come out for you as well yeah and being able to rank them I think is the next thing as you said is there a difference no there isn't I think it's it's core to you it what sits for me it's what sits at the heart of you that's really really important
0: Because, of course, you just got me thinking. Don't worry, this isn't the robot moment, but this is the remote working moment. Yeah. Because where before, you know, the commute might have meant you switched from your work mode to your family mode, which maybe it would have been easier to have a different set of values. If it's literally (laughs) turning from one side of the room to the other, whether you're in work or out of work mode, then even more then your values are going to be that same set, aren't they? Because it's so much more merged now. If our physical environment is where we have a personal life, and a professional life then we can't just um you know be like that um in the lego movie with the good cop bad cop (laughs) lego guy and he switches his his face from good cop bad cop (laughs) it's hilarious and like you know if if actually that um if it's incongruent as you say the real you with the work version of you that's gonna really kind of feel difficult this year if there's been all these different versions of you sitting in the same room
1: Definitely. And the fact that, you know, you said, you know, integrity and care, you know, yes, you do care about that and work, but I bet you doubly care about that about your family as well. So whilst you maybe haven't connected it, it, it's still there, you know, you do still care about your family. And that's really, really important to you as well. So if that, if that value got crossed in any way, that would be that wake up moment when you'll just come out and go, I'm in my protection mode, you know, for my daughter, and I'm going to make sure she's okay. So it's, you know, it it does, it does cross in and cross over on that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or your friendship, you know, friendship circles and how you kind of interact. And yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's kind of fascinating. So just sort of take me through, what's the difference between values and purpose? So how would you define that difference? Because I do like to understand my words and then I know whether I'm sort of doing the right thing or not. So how would you define the difference between purpose and that value set?
1: Yeah, so I think for me, your values are how you make decisions every day um, and making the right choices for you. And your purpose it has what I call this timeless quality to it. This is, you know, this is the whole reason for your life. And I always like to say, so are you living on purpose, in inverted commas, um, so that it enables you, your purpose enables you to stay on track. Um, it hasn't got a, a beginning or an end to it. It's just that bit that says, um, it's more like, um, I suppose more like a compass rather than a goal. So and your values will then support your purpose. So when when we do some work around purpose and values, generally, we start with the values. Let's identify, you know, what your values are. And then when you start to explore that even more, um, it then helps you to start to shape what your purpose is. So your purpose can take a longer time to probably work out what your purpose statement could be. Um, And having worked with people over years around this and identifying their purpose... And that's always the one they struggle with because you need to then have somebody to talk through, you know, the highs and lows, the the fulfillment moments, the proud moments. What are your values? Where do they come from? You know, what is it that makes them really important to you? And if like myself and others, if you're listening into the stories that people are sharing with you, you can listen out for them about the common themes that start coming through. You can listen out for the language they're using or the statements that they might put into how they're describing it without even realising that that's their purpose. Um, And I always love that eureka moment when and it can be simple, actually. Your purpose doesn't have to be this all singing, all dancing. It can be really simple. Um, And, you know, I, I like the one that always stands out for me is the Dalai Lama one. You know, may all beings be happy. Oh, my God. It's like when you when you go, oh, my God, that's amazing. But when you dig down and go and try to make sense of that, may all beings be happy. It does make you go, whoa, what does that mean? As This is what has this timeless quality. And then the values that would sit underneath that will then enable you to make the right decisions in your life make the right choices, make sure you're keeping on track. So it's a bit like, um, yeah, this overarching purpose, if you like, that will enable you to make sure that you live your life, I believe, with intent. um, And it gives you that choice every day to turn up in a particular way. So how might I articulate
0: mine then? You just got me thinking now in terms of um, the the purpose and the energy that I've sort of brought to the stuff that we've been doing this year, which is, I guess, to enable people to leave a session or a workshop, or a conversation feeling a little bit lighter and brighter about their future. That probably sums up the kind of um, the purpose that, yeah. you know, I'm sort of, um, uh, 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 that's buoying me up sort of at the moment. So... Um, yeah. And then,
1: if your values support your purpose, are, you know, do they then fit perfectly? So, if if you know, if you want to make that lighter, brighter, you know, does that mean you have to care? Well, yeah, of course it does. Does it mean you have to have integrity to be able to do that? Yes, of course it does. So, your values therefore then will support your purpose, um, and it's what makes you you know feel great about yourself as well. It makes you think, yeah, actually, I'm I am living on purpose, as I always call it. Because if you're not, you certainly know it. God,
0: Dev, it's, it's almost like I get to speak every day with someone that is a fantastic coach. How oh, funny that. <laughs> oh,
1: <my>. <laughs> <laughs> what do that might be? How fantastic. Thank you very much for that, Dev. You're more than welcome.
0: <laughs> right, come on, let's get practical. Go so let's then. say there's someone listening who's feeling a little bit messy. Like this year has been one of those kind of close your eyes, put your fingers in your ears and go, "Ah!" ha! And uh, the close down of one year, the ramping up for the kind of the next year. Um, What would be your practical step-by-step to someone thinking, right then, come on, let's tap into some of this purpose and values vibe. What would be your step-by-step plan?
1: So I think it's, first of all, it's just finding some time to reflect on what's important. What have been the highs and lows in your life? Um, You know, wisdom is great, right? And some people will always say to me, yeah, but I haven't lived a life. And I go, no, we've all lived a life, whether you're 24 or 64 you've had experience in your life so take a moment to reflect on them not go too deep because that could you might have done some stuff or had some horrendous stuff happen to you that you've actually put to to one side but acknowledging that that has happened and what have you learned from that experience so reflection first of all take some time to think about what are your highs what are your lows uh, what are your lows and what were the values maybe that sat underneath them I think think about times, as you say, to help you with that when you um, were happy, fulfilled, felt like you were achieving and also thinking about what you're really passionate about. I think that's some, something else to consider. So reflection, first of all, that's the, probably the biggest piece of work that you need to do. Um, and then think about what is it that makes you feel great about yourself, as we mentioned, and then think, well, what, so, you know, so what is that? What is making me feel great? Probably because I'm living on purpose and you haven't you know worked it out. But being able to think about maybe start to look at others first. So who inspires you and what qualities do that does that person have or people have that inspire you? And then write all those little things down. And then what I would do is then look at yourself as well. So, you know, you we inspire people without even realising it. Um, and for me, if anybody says, I don't inspire anybody, I'll go, well, yes, you do. You'll be surprised at the impact that we do have on people that we don't realise that we're having. So I think there's that bit around doing that, that piece of work, identifying your top five. I would say go through and pick five that really, really mean something to you um, and then put them in order. Um, because there will be one that will be top of the list um, and then maybe rank them one to five. Um, and then, you know, depending on what's going on, you might actually think, you know, check them in, check in on them every every month or every week and say, am I living my values? But am I, if I've got my purpose statement already, um, am I living on purpose? Um, and I think the other thing that always works for me is would you be willing to share like you've just done? What are your core values with others? Um, and do you feel that your values represent you in what you're doing? Um, and are you proud of them? I think that's really key. Like you read yours out with such pride, Law, that it, it was just that's that is it. You know that, that, and that's what people then connect with you on because you're, you know, you are living as you should be, and you are because you you absolutely know what's at the core, what's at the heart of you, and that's what people buy into, Law.
0: So anyone can do it. Yes, it's just having anyone that time. can do it. Yeah. Ooh, listening to yourself, love it. And um, just, I guess, for any kind of leaders or wannabe leaders out there, is this a fab conversation for a leader to do with someone in Definitely. their team? facilitate yeah, definitely. this
1: yeah especially if they're a bit lost at the moment or don't think they have any well you know what's the well you know why do i come to work what's the purpose of me coming to work you know if you can sit down with somebody and just ask them some of those questions around you know what are you passionate about what makes you smile um you know what makes you feel good about yourself um you know what do people typically ask you for help with as well because you know that's also a good sign of who you are as an individual Um, And the biggest question I always had when I first did mine, which is many years ago, was this bit that said, you know, if if I had to teach something, what would you teach? And it's like, wow. And I, I still answer it. Even to this day, it will be anything to do with people. It's life skills. And that's the bit that then fits in with what I do, what do, what we do. And I think that then enables you to make decisions, to know how you're going to be each day and live on purpose with intent and choice.
0: God, Debs, can you imagine that being the standard questions asked in an annual appraisal? How much more energising would that be, especially oh, yes. now that so many met- so many people's metrics have changed, haven't they? And there just been—I can't think of a single human around the world that is operating exactly as per their annual appraisal objective set last year. So, wouldn't that be amazing if we were actually able to unlock some real energy that's much more fluid and flexible um, in terms of that purpose and values? Because the machines cannot bring purpose and value to their work. This is no. the human edge, isn't it? That why. Definitely. And that, how, in terms of the sort of, you know, what the principles you stand for, etc.
1: And on that, Lord, just one, think about it. Actually, that's what makes them individual to each person. So, just because we have similar values, so one of mine is also care. But if we were to have a conversation, deeper conversation about it, then there will be different reasons that sit behind why why you care, why I care. And that's a core value for both of us. We would have different stories to tell as to how it got formed. And I think that's the beauty of a story is understanding somebody. No, you know, just get to know people
0: wonderful well as ever that's uh, hugely inspiring practical takeaways and uh, i guess especially useful for anyone that is thinking of all the possible and Pot- potential that they've got next year. And rather than that being overwhelming, the purpose and values are laid to sift through to make a decision that is the the best one for you in that moment. Um so what have we got in store for next week then?
1: Yeah. So we're looking at um making you know your Christmas your weight, right? Christmas is around the corner and it's this opportunity to just think, you know, not be swept up in the, you know, the fora of what you might see on social media as the perfect Christmas tree or the perfect Christmas. It's about being Making you know, doing Christmas your way, and we're going to explore a bit about that as well. Oh,
0: fabulous! Does that mean that I'm allowed to legitimately bring along mince pies at the same time? Oh, my
1: god, absolutely! (laughs) And a hot chocolate, please.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was core value six and seven. By the way, don't make it to the (laughs) top (laughs) list.
1: Yeah, that's one of our thirty-five thousand decisions that we make every single day. We've made some now. (laughs) It's three greedy. Um.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, thank you. So, grab a journal, get thinking, spend some time with yourself. That's great advice, Deb. Thank you.
1: Love you. My pleasure. Love you too. See you later. Bye. Bye.
0: Secrets from a coach. Brought to you by Debbie Green of Wishfish and Laura Thompson of Phenomenal Training. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at info at wishfish.org.uk.